Wade Miley has been awesome. Tigers prospect Matt Manning made his debut. Plus, we have Week 13 sleepers next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FPT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Friday, June 18th. I am Frank Stanfield, joined by Scott White. And Wade Miley has been awesome. He went into San Diego, pitched seven innings of two-run ball, and he's got a 2.88 ERA on the season. He's 71% rostered, and Scott, you think that number should be higher. Yeah, I mean, 2.88 ERA for the season is is awfully impressive in its own right, but... Remember Wade Miley back on May 14th had a terrible start at Coors Field, three innings, 11 hits, eight earned runs, and yet he still has a 288 ERA. So imagine what the ERA could be if he didn't have that awful start at Coors Field. And and I can tell you exactly what it would be. In 11 starts, he would have a 192 ERA, a .93 whip. 7K per nine. I mean, obviously not a strikeout guy, more of a ground ball guy. And in fact, more of a ground ball guy than he's ever been before. 56.8% ground ball rate coming into Thursday's start would be a career high. It would also be the second highest among qualifiers if he had enough innings to qualify. He's a little short of that. But, uh, you know, normally we give pitchers a pass for Coors Field. If, if we're literally giving Miley a pass for that awful start at Coors Field, then uh, you're looking at a sub-2 ERA. And I think... I think he's deserving of more respect. I would agree. Let's get Wade Miley on our fantasy teams. He's at the Twins next week. Don't necessarily love that matchup, but he should still be on your fantasy roster. Should Matt Manning be on your fantasy roster? He is the Tigers, one of their top pitching prospects. He made his debut against the Angels. Five innings, two runs, only three strikeouts, Scott. He's 31% rostered. Pretty good matchup next week against the Cardinals. What did you see in Matt Manning's debut? Well, it was better than I thought he'd be considering he had an ERA over eight at AAA. And, you know, he's he's considered a big prospect, so it was disappointing there. Uh, and maybe he's gotten back on the right track here. But he threw only six curveballs, and that was supposed to be, like, his key pitch responsible for all the strikeouts he recorded in, in previous seasons in the minors. So I, I don't know what's going on with his pitch selection. He averaged 93.9 on his fastball. Okay, I was hoping for a little more than that. But really... Low, low spin rate on everything. Uh, Sub-2,000 RPMs, like 1,900 RPMs on his fastball, which is not a lot of spin on that fastball. Um, yeah, I don't know. I didn't really didn't really see anything all that impressive, even though the final line was decent, so I might hold out on picking up Matt Manning. All right, let's help people set their Week 13 lineup. Scott, who are some sleeper pitchers that you like heading into next week? Uh, so some two start options, Mike Miner against the Yankees and well at the Yankees at the Rangers. Those are two pretty good matchups. Tarek Skubal feels like we're always recommending him here. He's in line for two starts this week. Cardinals is a good matchup. Astros, not so much, but you know, I like Skubal in general. If you want to go deeper than that, Ross Stripling, uh, coming off maybe his best start of the year and he's going, he's going to be at, at the Marlins and, and against the Orioles. So two really good matchups there. Um, if you're looking more at one-star guys, Austin Gomber, who's been a favorite of ours recently, he's he's back on the road against the Brewers, who have a bottom five offense, at least in, in terms of OPS. James Caprillion going against the Rangers, that's a good matchup. Adrian Hauser against the Rockies, again, outside of Coors Field. Uh, generally doesn't go deep into games, Hauser, but he's been consistent in terms of preventing runs right now, so he seems like a decent choice. 
some sleepers, uh, sleeper hitters that you like heading into next week that are rostered in 75% or less of CBS leagues. So Jonathan India has been great since the middle of May, getting on base a ton with some power, with some speed, batting leadoff for the Reds now. They have, I like, I like their matchups this week. So India is my favorite sleeper hitter. Also like Joey Votto, who's shown good power since returning from a fractured thumb. Jonathan Scope keeps it going. Uh, but really, there's there are a lot of highly, highly available hitters this week who have attractive matchups and or have done impressive things of late. And that includes Daniel Vogelbach of the Brewers, Bobby Bradley of the Indians. Those are a couple of slugging first basemen. Also, Abraham Toro of the Astros. The Astros have the best matchups of any team this week, for hitters at least. And, and uh, he's taken over at third base with Alex Bregman on the IL. Abraham Almonte of the Braves. I like as well. He is 1% rostered and he's been getting on base a lot batting in the middle of their, their lineup. Let's wrap up with some news. Jacob deGrom's MRI on his shoulder came back clean. Plus two uh, doctors gave him the thumbs up. So good news there. Alex Bregman was placed on the 10 day IL with a left quad strain. Tyler Glass now was transferred to the 60 day IL for the Tampa Bay Rays. And Zach Gallen made his return on Thursday. He was not very good for Runs allowed over two and two-thirds innings pitch. He's got a decent matchup against the Brewers next week, but I would leave him on your bench for now until we see a better start here from Zach Gallen. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. If you enjoyed the podcast, please leave a five-star review on Apple. We'll be back again on Monday. Bye-bye. 